Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to this fifth Sunday in the season of Lent to this online worship service of the Village Community Presbyterian Church in Rancho Santa Fe, California in San Diego, North County. If you're comfortable and if you wish to join us for in-person worship every Sunday at 10 a.m., join us at our church campus at 6225 Pase Delicious in Rancho Santa Fe as we gather every Sunday, 10 a.m., of course, observing COVID-19 protocols with facial masking and physical distancing. If you have prayer requests, please send those and share those with us pastors, deacons, and the prayer chain through the email addresses on your screen. Continue your financial support of the church's ministry by sending in your tithes and offerings through regular postal mail, through the church's website giving portal, or through our church's app. For all of the news and announcements coming up, whether it be for Holy Week, for Easter services, for extravaganza, for mission service opportunities, I refer you to Pastor Jack's emailed news and announcements sent out last week or visit our church's website for that newsletter. We are blessed with many mission partners regionally, nationally, and globally. And we're pleased to share with you this video from Hope Unlimited and Philip Smith the co-founder and CEO of Hope Unlimited. Rescue involves a hot meal and a warm bed. Restoration, it's a whole lot more than that. There are a ton of services, and it actually takes a team of individuals all bringing different skills to carry it off. These kids are illiterate and we have to bring them up to speed. They're addicted to drugs. Some of them actually have to be taught how to play, literally. Then folks take it for granted they'll know how to love or to trust. They've never been shown these things. And they need real job skills. We need to convince them that they can actually make money honestly if they change. It sounds involved, and it is. But what we're actually trying to do is be the hands and feet of Jesus on your behalf. I'm Phil Smith. And I'm Corrine Smith. The COVID pandemic put us in quite a quandary. How do you social distance safely when you've got eight kids to a bedroom? So on March 21st, we stocked our big freezers and we gathered up as many donations as we could. And we sent home all the non-essential staff, like the cooks and the night monitors, we locked the gates and we are completely quarantined here. With no kitchen staff, each of us are taking turns creating meals in our kitchen. Our quarantine time was not without its snafus. It's not ours. I don't know why they found it. As time went on, we realized we were going to have to open a school. They weren't very excited about it. <laughs> New kids always pose a challenge, but especially during COVID, because they have to be quarantined. Daniel was 11, and he'd been living in a car. We called him our little lion. He was just like a, a scared cat when he first got there. He scratched one house parent, he bit another one, and he even punched his hand through a window. Even I was amazed at how quickly this kid turned into a loving, sweet young man who was able to listen and understand that God loved him and had a plan for his life. 
But after eight months of total isolation, we began to miss the hustle and bustle of our 500 plus day students who were bused in every day for vocational training. We filled that angst by fleshing out our plans to launch our second alumni church in 2021. It will serve our graduate and day students in the community. Our first alumni church in Sao Paulo, made up of former street kids, just commissioned their first two missionary couples. Please pray for us in this new endeavor, and thank you, everyone, for being the wind beneath our wings. God bless. What a blessing Hope Unlimited is. Thank you, Philip. We are here to worship the living God. Let us hear and receive these sacred words from the book of Psalms. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. Friends, let us worship the living God.
As we come before God in worship, it is important that we confess to God who we are and who we are not. Join me in the prayer of confession. God of mercy, you sent Jesus Christ to seek and to save the lost. We confess that we have strayed from you and turned aside from your way. We are misled by pride for we see ourselves pure when we are stained and great when we are small. We have failed in love, neglected injustice, and ignored your truth. Have mercy on us, O God, and forgive our sin. Return us to paths of righteousness through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Join me now in the assurance of pardon. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always accuse, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he removes our transgressions from us. Friends, in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Now may the peace of Christ be with you. Share Christ's peace with others whom you meet in your life this week.
his favor be upon you and the thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you, he is with you. Good morning, children, and welcome to your kids' message. For this morning, we're going to learn a story about two brothers, Jacob and Esau. Now, you can probably relate if you have close siblings, maybe close cousins, close friends, so pay attention to this story. I'm going to be reading a part of it for you this morning from my Bible, and you can go ahead and follow along as it's printed on the screen for you. Now, before we read our story, Jacob and Esau had a difficult relationship, and in our story, we learned that Esau had been working on the field. He was so hungry. He came back home to where Jacob was cooking and he said, Jacob, can I have some of the food that you've been cooking? Now, back then, having a birthright was a very, very special and important thing to have as the firstborn son, and that was for Esau. Jacob looked at Esau when he asked for food and said, I will give you some of my food if you hand over your birthright. In this moment, we learn exactly what happened when Esau said, okay, I'm going to hand that over. So let's go ahead and read our story. It says, Jacob replied, first sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. In this moment, we see that Esau didn't take the moment of patience that he could have taken. God wanted him to take a step back and say, should I take this food that's immediate right now? Or should I wait for a different meal or food at a different time in order to preserve the birthright that was so important? And it was such a big part of their customs back then. This was a moment for Esau to demonstrate that patience and it was really hard for him. So when we're talking about our relationships with our siblings and our cousins and our friends, maybe there are some moments where we can show a little bit more patience to them. Maybe there are moments where God wants us to take a step back and say, okay, I'm going to have patience right now, even though I want something so bad and I'm not getting what I want right now, I'm going to wait for God's blessing that's going to be far greater later on. This is a story that can teach us both of those things, to have patience in our relationships, but also to be patient for the things that God wants to bless us with. So this is our encouragement for you all that you would continue to learn about patience, and we look forward to seeing you back here next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.
Will you please join me as together we lift our prayers to the Lord and then finish with saying the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray. God of mercy and grace, we come before you to give you praise and thanksgiving, to bear our hearts and ask your continued guidance and intercession through your Holy Spirit. Our God of Old Testament and New, we are humbled in knowing you have redeemed us from our failures, failures centered on self-trusting more than you. Lord, because we judge others who are different than we, whether rich by birth, poor by location, expressive by choice or withdrawn by fear, we need your continuous transformation to reflect Christ to all people. You call us to live out the call of Christ in our lives, being kind and generous, seeing everyone as valuable to you in your world. Help us to fight for justice that protects all people. Give us voice and action where there is need. Keep us from marginalizing those who are in greatest need because the task to help is so daunting. Give us conviction to help the homeless, the lonely, the mentally ill, those who have been marginalized because of age or because their minds are failing. Lord, bless the compassionate worker who serves city and government, for our police officers who care for those on the street, as well as protect us from harm of others. For our officials in court who seek justice, guide them. For military who protect not only our country, but often protect other countries from tyranny, surround them with your presence. We continue to pray for frontline responders and praise you for the numbers of COVID infections decreasing. Protect our brothers and sisters of every nation and in every nation. Be with our own nation who grieves the injustice of ugly accounts of murder and prejudice. Protect those who speak the truth of righteousness and protect the innocent who are victimized. Let us not neglect any, but through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, let us do a work of sharing Christ's redemptive work in doing good as an act of worship, kind and pleasing to you, our Father. We pray these things through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
begin our time in the scriptures with a prayer for illumination. Please join me in prayer. Prepare our hearts, O God, to accept your word. Silence in us any voices but your own, so that we may hear your word and also do it through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the gospel according to Matthew. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest and a reading from the letter to the Romans. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable, and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ. And individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, 
ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. The Word of the Lord. sermon series on Romans chapter 12, focused on following Jesus in a wayward world. Today, we'll be looking at a text on cheerful compassion, or what the message translation describes as keeping a smile on our face, not getting irritated or depressed when serving those in need. Let us pray. Lord, 
May the words of my mouth and meditations and thoughts of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. For it is in Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. A Sermon in Spoken Word Compassion. Compassion. It's a word that combines two parts, which means having passion with. Common ethos, common pathos, connected with one's feelings, one's troubles, one's burdens, heartaches, headaches, all that ache us. It's caring with, feeling with, holding, cradling, living. Compassion is more than empathy, more than pity, more than sympathy. Compassion is empathy with action. Compassion is feeling with, feeling for the other person for the neighbor, for the stranger, for the community, for the church, for the country, for the local school board, for the vaccinators, for the non-vaxxers, for the scientists, for the politicians, state, national, international, for the donkeys, the elephants, the greens, the independents, for anyone hurting, hardened, hurtful, wounded, weakened, worn out, worn down, tired, torn, mad, mourning, giving and grieving, happy and hopeless, that sounds like everyone, all of us, every single one of us. Matthew 9 says, Jesus went to all the cities. He saw all the crowds. He, he cured every disease. He had compassion on all of them because they were harassed and helpless, the text says, like sheep without a shepherd. All the cities, every disease, not some, not a few, but all. Not the 1%, not the 5%, but all, all matter in the heart of God. Because they were harassed, helpless, forsaken, forlorn, feeling alone, or in fact alone. It's such a tough world. It leaves you tired, weary, and worn. You can develop analysis, paralysis. It's so much, so big, so wide. All the prayers like a flood coming down the valley where death's shadow lingers. Like an avalanche coming down the hill, we can get crushed by it all. Crushed in our spirits, crushed in our hearts, crushed in our minds. We might just crash, overloaded, overloaded, short-circuiting. We'd like to download compassion, Google compassion, tweet compassion, put hashtag compassion, sing compassion, but to do compassion, to be cheerful compassion. Come on, really? Cheerful compassion? Let me upload compassion prayer. It's far too easy to just say thoughts and prayers. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. Such empty, vacuous words, true, but so much without feeling. There's no compassion in that, thoughts and prayers. It's like, how are you? Fine, good. Is that what we have come to? Trite instead of sprite? Ordinary instead of extraordinary? Short instead of sublime? Feel with Jesus what he feels. Connect with Jesus what he sees. Have compassion with Jesus, who needed frequent naps with all the praying, all the healing, all the storytelling, all the multiplying of loaves and fishes, all the mending, all the curing, all the loving, all the saving. Even he needed to rest to keep smiling, to keep caring, to keep living. So many, so many harassed, helpless sheep without a shepherd. So many, thousands of migrants seeking asylum. So many. They are not a bother. They are not an irritant. They are not overly needy. They are people 
like you and me, children, families, seeking protection, all of them, all the children, so many, all the Asians and Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, siblings who look like me from Atlanta to Anchorage to New York to Houston to San Francisco to Honolulu to San Diego, so many violence, a Filipino man's face slashed on a subway, an elderly Chinese woman harassed, made to feel helpless, a Korean woman crossing the street, shoved, pushed, it has got to stop. Black women, disregarded, disparaged, disempowered, harassed, helpless. So many who live at or below the poverty line, so many who are hungry, so many who are thirsty, harassed, helpless. Hope unlimited, serving so many children in Brazil, victims of trafficking, of violence, of drugs, children. God help the children, God help us. Over my head, I hear music in the air. There must be a God somewhere. Help us, Lord, take us by the hand. Help us, Lord, take us by the heart. Help us, Lord. You, our brother, Jesus the Christ, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So that is your act of spiritual worship for us. Help us, Lord Jesus, do not be conformed to this world. Have compassion for this world. Discern for us, Lord, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, and show us the way. Be the way for us. When we cannot be compassionate, let alone cheerful and glad, Lord Jesus, help us. Lord Jesus, you are our shepherd. Lord Jesus, you willingly gave your life for the life of the world. Thank you for loving us. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord Jesus, our shepherd, for being our compassionate God and Lord, for saving us, for loving us, for cradling your world. Help us, O oh God, to be compassionate givers of your love, livers of your love. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Having heard the word read and proclaimed, let us join together and affirm our faith as we recite the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
19th century Swiss philosopher Henri Frédéric Amiel said, life is short and we have never too much time for gladdening the hearts of those who are traveling the dark journey with us. Oh, be swift to love, make haste to be kind. Go and do likewise. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly more beyond we can ever ask, think, or imagine, according to the power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus from generation to generation, now and always. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.